Hi guys, welcome to Patrice LaSalle's podcast. I am Patrice LaSalle. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, I want to say thank you so much for uh, taking this journey with me. I'm excited. I'm honored that you continue to take this journey with me. Um, And so I have something that just was kind of on my heart today. I was actually just kind of being still working. (laughs) I'm supposed to be working, but I... As I was like just kind of still and quiet, I just kind of started reflecting. And so I started to think about hidden seasons of my life and how I've been through multiple seasons where I felt like the Lord was hiding me. Um, And so I wanted to kind of share about those types of seasons where you feel like the Lord had you in a place of being hidden. You know what you carry. You know what's on the inside of you. You know what he's shown you concerning your future, um, what your purpose, your destiny. Yet it feels as if no one knows and no one can see what's truly on the inside of you. And so I can look back over my life and I can even say I'm partially in a hidden season now um, where I know specifically the Lord actually hid me. And I remember when I first started this journey with the Lord, I would, I had just moved to a new city. I think I've shared this on an episode before. Um, I didn't have any friends. I was new to this area. I moved for work. I was about an hour and a half, two hours away from family. Um, So it was just me. And this is where I truly rededicated my life to the Lord. So I didn't really have a church community at that at that time. So I was looking for a church and, you know, so my life looked like going to work, um, coming home and just laying before the Lord for hours and then going to sleep waking up, doing that again. And so during that season, I could say I experienced exponential growth. Um, The encounters I would have in the presence of the Lord, I didn't have language for them. Like the first time I ever got drunk in the spirit where I, I was praying and I was worshiping and I started crying and all of a sudden I started laughing and I thought I was crazy because I'm like, how am I crying and laughing at the same time? And yet I feel drunk. And so me with my mind, I went to Google and I'm like, I don't know what I searched, but I wanted to know if anyone had a similar encounter or experience. And something came up called holy laughter. And I was like, whoa, this is really a thing. And so I would have these encounters with the Lord, but yet I didn't have any language for them, but nobody I didn't have anyone to kind of bounce them off to say, hey, has this ever happened? Or, hey, do you know what this, you know, it was just me and the Lord. And it was just me on this, this pursuit because I found this love that I was, I I was yearning for my whole life and I found it in him. So it led me on this pursuit to actually pursue him with my everything and, and my, my, my everything. And, and as I did that, it was like this beautiful love journey and love story to just begin to unfold. And I had encounter after encounter after encounter with the Lord yet I didn't (laughs) I was hidden like no one knew and so here I had this beautiful secret place with the Lord that nobody would know about it was just me and the Lord and that that went on for a couple of years about two years and then I had this call where I went to Bible school. And so and that's, again I've shared this where I left everything I went to Bible school and um I went all the way to California to Bethel School of Supernatural Ministries, and that was the most life-changing season of my life, yet it was a hidden season for me, yet 
I would see it was I mean, there were like 2000 students or more from all different countries um, in this school. Um, it's a three year program, like each year you graduate. But yet I was I was amongst so many people and I knew what I already cultivated in a secret place with the Lord. And I knew that I could, you know, I would see people, they will stand up, they will have the opportunity to share and pour out. Yet I was never called or I was never pulled on to share some of these things. But I knew that was a death because I I had a secret place with the Lord for years. I, I would read his word. I, w- I had a life of, of fasting. When I first started walking with the Lord, I was a fasting machine. Like <laughs> I would each year do the Daniel's fast for 21 days and then I would fast weekly. And so I, I knew I had a power. I knew I had something on the inside of me, but yet I didn't have any, like the Lord put me in a place of being hidden and amongst uh, hundreds, uh, thousands of people. And yet I would see them get pulled on. And, and so I had to trust that the Lord is still doing something in me. He's still cultivating something in me. He's still establishing something in me. He's still building something in me. And so even in that, I began to trust his timing. I began to trust that it's not my time to share. I began to trust it's not my time to lead. I've been, I began to trust because even though we were still students, there were opportunities to lead, to be the small group leader uh, to be, you know, there were opportunities to lead. There were opportunities to speak and, 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 and to share, but yet the Lord was doing something in me where it wasn't my time. And so I had to trust that. And I remember it was the last couple of weeks leading up to graduation. Uh, one of the pastors, um, actually out of like a thousand or more students, I got called on for a prophetic word, um, from the senior, one of the senior leaders and pastors at the school amongst my peers. And that was one of the first and, and first times where I was like, whoa, God, the spotlight is really on me. What's going on? <laughs> and so after that, I remember another pastor. She was like, Patrice, we're ready to see you. We've been waiting for what you had. Like she's begin, like God began to then show me like now I'm changing from my season is changing from being hidden to now being seen. And so what I want to actually share, I want to encourage you because what happens in an age where we have social media, we have, you know, nowadays you can go on Instagram, you can go on Facebook, you can go on Snapchat, you can go on Twitter, whatever social media platform, you can scroll and you can begin to see it's like things are happening in the lives of everyone around you, except for you. And what happens when not comparing yourself, but let's be honest, what happens sometimes when you know that you carry something so powerful, something so unique, something that that will literally, you know, it's on the inside of you yet. God is not giving you the chance to share it. God is still, it's like you're still hidden. How do you respond in those seasons where you see others flourishing, others doors opening for other people or things happening in the lives of other people, yet it feels like you are in a place of being hidden. And so I just wanted to encourage those people today that feel like you're hidden. You feel like, you know, God has shown me I have this great future, this great destiny. I have this big dream. I have this big assignment, this big calling on my life. Yet no one knows about it. You know, there's no opportunity for me to share. There's no opportunity for me to do anything. And it's like nothing is happening in my life. And so sometimes I realize when I look back 
at seasons where I felt like that, where God hit me and I still feel that to a certain extent, I know that I'm still hidden. Um, I can look at those seasons as a season of preparation, a, a season of training, a season of pruning, a season of positioning, a seasoning, a season of, sorry, not seasoning. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> a season of, um, of a positioning. Like I can look back and I know the power, the anointing, the authority, things that I carry at this season that I would not have if God did not hide me. And so God does not use seasons of being hidden as punishment. He doesn't use seasons of hidden to say that he didn't choose you or um, his purposes or his plans towards you have changed. He actually used them to, to, to hide you, to, to begin to prepare you, to begin to establish and build something in you. I had a conversation with someone recently and we began to talk about being established in the Lord. When I went to Bible school, I began to get prophecies. People say, I see you have these deep roots. You're like a tree. You have these deep roots that, that go so deep in the ground that no matter what storm comes, like nothing can knock you down. Nothing can, can uproot you that you have established these deep roots. And when they begin to speak that to me and give release that word over me, I begin to say it's because of my secret place. It's because of me spending hours in my word, me spending hours in prayer, me spending hours of worship that I've established such deep roots in God. No matter what comes my way, I'm not easily knocked down. I'm not easily swayed. I'm not easily moved. I'm not saying that I don't feel anything. I'm not saying that I don't get discouraged or I don't become weary, but sometimes what will actually take somebody and knock them down when you allow yourself to have a secret place and allow the Lord to hide you and establish you and to, and for your roots to be deep in him, for you to go deep in him, that same thing that may actually knock and take somebody out. It may, may hit you, but it may not, it won't kill you. It won't it won't kill your faith it won't kill your dream it won't kill your hope it will actually that you may be discouraged but you get back up quicker and so seasons of being hidden are necessary. There are seasons of protection. There are seasons of, of, of being prepared that sometimes when you think about a newborn baby, when a baby, a, a mother it becomes pregnant and she carries that child for nine months, if that child is born before that nine month period, that full term, it means that that child runs a risk of premature uh, health issues or death or there, there, there's, there's a higher risk. That, that that something may actually happen. And so that happens as a child of God when we are prematurely exposed, when we are prematurely uh, given something that we're not able or we're ready for, where we are prematurely, you know, put on platforms that we're not ready for, when we're prematurely put in situations that we're not ready for, relationships or, or, or opportunities or doors, when we are prematurely put in these situations, then it actually causes more damage than it does to help us. If you think about a parent, a parent will not give their five-year-old child because their child says, mommy, I want to drive the keys to their car because the mother knows you're not ready for it yet. So if you think about a parent in the natural that loves their child enough to know what's good for them and what's not good for them, when it's, when they're ready for it, when they're not ready for it, how much more do our father in heaven knows that about us? He knows when we're ready. He knows when we're not ready. He knows how much we can 
handle. He know how much we can't handle. And so when we begin to become frustrated because nothing is happening around us or the thing that we want to happen, the relationship we want to happen, the opportunity we want to happen, the business we want to happen, the, the ministry that we want to happen is not happening. What I propose is that we take those moments of frustration and actually take them to the feet of Jesus and ask him what he's doing. There were times where I was so frustrated because I'm praying and praying and praying. I will even fast and, and the thing I'm praying and fasting for is not happening. But when I stop and I say, God, what are you doing? He was actually doing something that's opposite of what I wanted him to do. And so when I figured out what he was doing, I began to come into alignment with what he was doing. And when I came into alignment with what he's doing, I saw breakthrough. And so a lot of times what happens is we're praying, we're fasting, we're 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 declaring and and we're 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 doing all of this stuff and it's not aligned with what God is doing and if God has you in a season of being hidden if God has you in a season of just you and him then it's look at it as a gift I remember one when I was about to leave Bible school and I was in worship I was in service and the guy beside me he said the Lord said that if when you learn to enjoy seasons of rest you need to learn see to enjoy seasons of rest because where he's taking you you're going to be like a spiritual giant and if you don't know how to rest then you're going to experience burnout and so what I was looking at as a season where nothing's happening in my life I can't get a job uh, nobody no opportunities are happening for me nothing around me is happening what I was looking at as if God has forgotten about me was actually a gift God was giving me a, a season where I could just rest and rest in him and not have to worry about anything but to allow him to take care of everything and what was supposed to be a beautiful season for me it took me until that season was about to be over to realize what God was doing and so don't allow don't look at don't look at the bad or don't look at what's not happening ask the Lord what he's doing because when we ask him what he's doing and we come into alignment, we bring our mind into alignment. We bring our hearts into alignment. We bring our, our, our will into alignment with what he's doing. I'm telling you, the moment that I accepted, okay, this is a season of being of rest. This is a season of being hidden. God, I trust you. This is what you want for me right now. The moment I accepted that, that's the moment that things begin to shift for me. And so I realized that the longer we fight against what God is doing the longer we stay in the season the longer you and I resist what God is doing the longer we stay in that situation the longer we we <laughs> we complain when we read about the children of Israel that they complain they complain so much that they never entered into the promised land that a whole entire generation died off because they complained and murmured they complained and murmured and they went around the same mountain the same mountain because they couldn't shut their mouths they they couldn't find they didn't have a heart of gratefulness they couldn't they couldn't um, they couldn't have a heart that was grateful a heart that was thankful they complained about where they were they complained about their situation they complained about how things were not the way that they wanted them to be and because of that they never entered into the promised land that generation didn't enter into the promised land and so don't allow I've realized the enemy the way that he gets us to miss what God is doing is that he causes us to 
to to see what's happening in the lives of everyone else. There's the comparison. And then when we feel like, oh, this should be happening for me or this should be happening in my life or why is God not doing this in my life? Then we, you and I begin to complain and murmur and we miss the beautiful thing that God is doing. The seasons of being hidden, seasons of rest. I remember when I <laughs> I worked my entire life, 15 years old with a worker's permit. I had my first job, 16, I was working. Uh, when I went to college, I was working on the weekend. I did work study, like I had this work ethic. And so for the first time when God told me to quit my job and go to Bible school, and I did, and I left, and I went to Bible school, and now the little savings that I had is running out, my natural mind is like, get a job. So I'm trying to get a job, job after job. And I couldn't, I, I, it didn't work out. And so what I felt like, God, where are you? Was God actually giving me the opportunity to know him as Jehovah Jireh, to know him as my provider, not Patrice, the provider, but God, the provider, know that he's a good father who wants to take care of me where I don't have to take care of myself, that I had to be so strong my whole life. And for one time, God went Wanted to show me, Patrice, I can take care of you. I can feed you. I can clothe you. I can take care of your every need. Why are you not allowing me to do this for you? Where I thought God neglected me or forgotten about me because he wouldn't allow me to do that for myself. I was missing the beauty of a father who wanted to take care of his daughter. Someone who had to take care of herself. Someone who had to be strong her entire life. Someone who had to great responsibilities from a very young age. I missed the beauty of God actually wanting to be that strength for me. Being that provider for me. Allowing me to just rest in him. And so in that season I of rest, that season of, of I, I learned to trust him even more. I learned to see facets of him that I've never seen before. I learned to see him as a father that I've never had before because I lost my father at a young age. And so I've never had a, a father or I had a stepfather, but it, he wasn't the, the, the role model, or the ideal father that he was supposed to be because he still had some of his brokenness going on. And so I, I it was a it was a season of rest it was a season of being hidden and so those seasons are not punishment they're gifts and even now I can find myself where I've cultivated again a lot in the Lord a lot in a secret place like recently <laughs> I I was praying and my husband he I knew that I entered into another level with prayer. And so I felt it. I seen it. I, it was, it, I've never prayed like that before. And after I came out of prayer, my husband said, you've been upgraded. He said, the realm that you've entered into, many people don't enter into that place. He said, it's like you're untouchable, like the enemy can't touch you. And I saw myself battling the enemy. And I saw it like I knew I entered into another dimension with my prayer life. And this was an encounter that I had a couple of weeks ago. And so now I felt this shift in me. I feel this shift in me, a new level of authority, a new level of power. And so recently one of my sisters said, when I heard your voice, I heard the word upgrade. And I said, that's confirmation because there, there's been a shift in me. But what happens when all of this power, this anointing, all of this stuff is happening, but yet no one sees it. I'm still in a place of being hidden. Yes, I have had opportunities.
opportunities to, to, to minister or bless people. But yet I still know it's not the magnitude. It's not the fullness of what God has called me to do. But yet I'm trusting him. I'm trusting him because what happens when you allow the Lord to establish you and build you in a secret place? When you come out, when the God reveals you, when he puts you out in the forefront, when he allows you to walk in what he's called you to do, I'm telling you, people around you will know. People around you will be blessed. People around you will begin to feed off of what you cultivated in the secret place. When Moses went up to the mountain and he had that encounter with the Lord when the Lord gave him the commandments the 10 commandments when he came down it says that it was so much glory on Moses that people could not stand it when you are in a season of being hidden and in the secret place and you spend time with the Lord and you allow him to do what he wants to do in you when you allow him to speak to you when you allow him to move in you when you come out people around you will see the glory on you people around you will see something Something has shifted in her. Something has shifted in him. And it all starts with the secret place. It all starts with being hidden. That is not a season of punishment. It's actually a gift. It's a season to allow the Lord to grow you, to stretch you, to prune you, to build you, to establish you. That is such a beautiful season. And I'm telling you, when you come out, people will see, whoa, where has she been? Whoa, we didn't know that this was on the inside of her. Whoa, we didn't we didn't know that he had all of this. Where has he been? I've been hidden. I've been in the face. I've been on my face before the Lord. I've been spending time with my father. I've been allowing him to build me. I've been allowing him to prepare me. I've been allowing him to move in me. I've been allowing him to work on me. I've been allowing Allowing him to transform me and everyone will see it. So if you are in a season of being hidden, if you're in a season of rest where you feel like nothing around you is happening, maybe I propose that you are in a season of being hidden. Maybe God has you in a season of rest. Maybe God has you in a season where he wants it to be just you and him. Maybe he wants to show you another another, another facet of himself. Maybe he wants to do something new in you. Maybe he wants to, to, to reveal more of himself to you. Whatever the reason reason is if you've been murmuring or complaining about the season you're in take a moment and ask the Lord what are you doing and begin to 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 once he speaks to you and he reveals what he's doing come into alignment with it and I'm telling you you will begin to see the beauty and you'll begin to be grateful and thankful that he's giving you this beautiful season of rest and being hidden because it's a gift it's a gift. And so I want to pray for you that if you feel discouraged, if you've been feeling discouraged, if you've been feeling, you know, like God has forgotten about me or nothing's happening around me or everything is happening for everyone except for me or the thing that I'm asking God to do, he's not doing it. You know, the thing that I've been believing God for, it hasn't happened. If you're in a place where you're feeling discouraged, I want to pray for you that trust God. He knows exactly what he's doing. So Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. 
Lord, for for your sons and daughters. Lord, I thank you, Father, that you know exactly what you're doing. Father, I thank you for just the beautiful season that you have us in. I thank you, Lord, that you placed us in a season of being hidden. Whether it's a season of being hidden, whether it's a season of rest, whether it's a season of of going forth in purpose and destiny. God, I thank you that we trust your timing. We trust what you're doing in our lives. Lord, I pray for every person that feels discouraged, every person that's lost hope. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will release fresh hope upon them. Lord, I pray that the spirit of discouragement, the spirit of defeat, the the, the spirit of, 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 of not being enough. Lord, I pray any insecurity that is broken off of them. Lord, I thank you now that you will open their eyes to see what you're doing. God, I pray that any lies that's been spoken from the enemy that's causing them, Lord, to walk in defeat, to, that's causing them to walk in discouragement, that's causing them to walk in defeat. Lord, I thank you that is broken off of them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, that you'll give them eyes to see what you're doing for you. Say, can't you perceive? Behold, I do a new thing. Can't you perceive it? God, give them the perception to perceive, Lord, what you're doing in this season. God, open our eyes to see open our ears to hear your voice lord i pray for every person that's struggling with hearing your voice oh lord i thank you that their ears will open in the name of jesus let their spiritual ears will open father i pray that your word says your sheep hear your voice and they follow not another lord let their ears hearken to your voice let their ears hearken to what you're saying god open their hearts to hear what you're saying in the name of jesus lord i pray God, that as they trust you, as they lean on you, as they spend time with you, Father, that you'll begin to do something new in their lives. Oh, God, I thank you that what you're doing in a secret place, what you're doing on the inside of us, oh, God, that all of the earth will see it. All of the earth will benefit from it. All of the earth will respond in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Father, that you're doing something in us, oh, God, that will shift nations, that will shift regions, that will shift territories, oh, God, you're doing something something in us, oh God, that will shift our family, shift our home, shift our children. Oh Lord, that what you're establishing in us is not just about us, Lord, but it's for a generation, it's for our bloodline, it's for our loved ones, it's for our cities, it's for our communities, it's for our nations, oh God. Help us not to complain, help us not to murmur, help us not to be bitter, help us not to compare, help us not to complain, oh Lord, but give us a grateful heart, help us to be be thankful, oh God, that we trust your timing, oh Lord, that we won't move ahead of you, we won't move behind you, oh God, but I pray Lord, that we'll be in divine sync, oh God, that our steps will be in alignment, God, that you said that the steps of the righteous man are ordered, oh Lord, I pray to every listener that you will align their steps on this, uh, uh, on today, Lord, that you will align their, their minds, align their hearts, oh God, align their wills in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives, Father. Forgive us for complaining. Forgive us for murmuring. Forgive us for doubting. Forgive us for questioning. Forgive us, Lord, for for not believing. Lord, I pray for fresh faith to be ignited. Oh, Lord, I pray for fresh hope. I pray, Lord, for a second wind for every person that's been knocked down, for every person that feels like they've been battling in their minds, that the enemy has been hitting them with attack after attack. Oh, Lord, I pray for divine strength. I pray, Lord, for a second win. I pray that they will draw closer to you, Lord, and 
as they draw closer to you, Father, that they will see things shift in the name of Jesus. Father, increase their hunger and their desire for you. Increase their hunger and their desire for the things of God. Increase their hunger and desire for your presence. Increase their hunger and desire for your word. Increase their hunger and desire for prayer in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you will bless them, oh God. I pray that you'll open their eyes to see the beautiful thing that you're doing in them. Oh Lord, that you're doing something great in them. Oh Lord, you're doing something marvelous in them, oh God. Give them the right perception, Lord. Give them the right perception, oh God. Change their perception. Change their viewpoint. Change the way that they're seeing things, oh God. Help them to see through your, through your eyes. Help them to see things through your point of view. Help them to see it through your perspective, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord, for this season of being hidden, this season of, of rest, whatever season you have us in, Lord, we thank you for it. And Lord, we trust you. We trust you. We trust you. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen and amen. Wow. I pray that you all were blessed by today's episode. Um, I feel encouraged. I feel blessed. I feel <laughs> full myself. That I just love the presence of God. I love his word. I love what he's doing. And I know that this is such a beautiful season that he's doing something so unique and beautiful in each and every one of us. And the enemy wants us to miss it. But I know that as of today that we won't miss it. We won't miss what God is doing. But we'll see the beauty in everything that he's doing in us and around us in this season. And so I pray that you were encouraged. I ask that if you were encouraged, I want you to actually share this episode with a friend friend, a loved one, send them the link. Um, if you were blessed, I want you to bless someone else that you know, maybe in a similar season, maybe in a similar place. So it doesn't take much to just say, hey, I want to encourage you um, to trust the Lord, trust what he's doing in you, in you this season. And I know that <laughs> there's something so beautiful that's right ahead of us. And so God bless you. Thank you for listening. And until next time, bye-bye.